Hello everyone, welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. This is episode 250. That's a big one. Woo! We are bringing you, yeah, woo, everyone party. Uh, we are bringing you Transformers news. That was that was actually the, the least enthusiastic party that I've heard all week. Uh, and, and I live in a city, in a city that's recently out of lockdown. Um, bringing, we're bringing you Transformers news from around the world and across Australia. Uh, this is Saturday afternoon, the 20th of November, 2021. In this episode, we will be talking about Kingdom Surprise. Kingdom is not quite done yet, with a few last-minute surprises up its sleeve. Uh, there's some uh, some new transform. There's some new new toys based on two minutes of footage from a Bumblebee movie from five years ago that we know is, they're they're now coming. They've been revealed. Um, Rise of the Beasts is going to be a little bit further away than we thought, and there's also one of the upcoming masterpiece figures has uh, has leaked out, and we get a, got a nice uh, up close and personal look at it this week. All that and more is coming up in this week's episode. After this. Welcome and it's a big hello. It's a big hello and welcome to our 250th episode. Uh, I'm Jason. Joining me, we have Daria coming to us from Canberra. How are you doing down there, Daria? We're pretty cool down here. Good it's actually here. pretty cold in Sydney today as well. I'm. I made the mistake of going out for breakfast in a t-shirt and shorts and immediately regretted it. But yeah. I didn't. I didn't let it disrupt my breakfast. Uh, and um, coming to us, coming to us from the other side of the country, uh, we have Bradley. Bradley, how are you doing? uh very very hot here actually it's 26 degrees showing <laughs> like off. a heat wave showing off and, uh, yeah we had 26 yeah. yesterday like like sydney can do it but um we've just chosen not to today <laughs> um yeah, that was just yesterday and all yeah yeah I was, yeah the, it's it's been all over the place i mean it's it's mid-november so we're not technically in summer yet um we're not we're not ready to die from bushfires as we tend to do in uh, in summer in australia but um, look, um, the big thing. This is this is episode two hundred and fifty of the podcast. So, um, wanted wanted to say a big big thank you for joining us for the the two hundred fiftieth episode. Thank you to thank you to people who are listening and watching along with the group, and people who are listening along to the, the comments and, and listening along to the podcast and making comments. And thank you everyone for commenting uh, on live on the post as well. Um, we 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 held we held off doing episode two hundred and fifty for a while. Uh, there was a couple of there was a couple of scheduling issues. We just needed to sort a few things out, and uh, I had I had planned in my mind I wanted to do so many things for episode two hundred and fifty, but um, in the uh, in the uh, in the grand scheme of things, I did none of them. <laughs> So episode 250 is either a massive milestone where we make a massive fuss of it all or we don't we don't make a fuss of it all and we treat it as uh, another episode. So like we will acknowledge it a little bit there. There's the big, the big 250. Thank you. Thank you Facebook user. We don't know who you are, but uh, but you know we 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 appreciate it. And uh, and also there's a, a big thanks to Aaron for watching along there as well. I don't think I I do do we have anything special that we want to say for episode 250 or should we should we get it out of the way and then uh, go into some news uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take that as a no. It is uh look, it's a it's a I, it's a it's a nice it's a nice number to have reached, but it is uh, you know what they say, age is just a number, right? Well, I think you've been in uh, more than Daria and I. So, how do you feel? Mm. I think I'm still the new kid, comparatively. Compar- yeah, comparatively, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, like, so there was a there was a point in the early days where I sort of swapped in and out um, for for Brad every uh, every other week. Um, so, I, like, I think it's, it's probably it's probably. I mean, Brad Brad started all of this, so. Um, it's you know probably Brad and myself are the the veterans of the the podcast, but uh, I mean in in recent in recent years it's been yourself, Bradley, as well. So um, we do get uh, we do get Max along from time to time as well. Um, and yeah, like we've we've had we've had all of these people who've um, you know been with us and sort of you know joined in and then sort of tapped out a little bit over the years. Um, yeah, we had Mikey in the early years, uh, and uh, we we had we had the the inimitable Bill along earlier in the year early in the years as well so um all of these people like we we we, we miss them we acknowledge them they they've contributed contributed a, a lovely amount to the podcast and you know we wouldn't have made it to episode 250 without all of these people so um yeah we're we're very grateful to very grateful to all of these people for being with us over the years and um we're very grateful to the two of you for joining us for episode 250 as well i think uh I think that's um that maybe <laughs> maybe maybe that's about it for the episode two hundred and fifty reflections, shall we? <laughs> that's a, let's let's bring the let's bring the news screen share in and start uh, start doing some stuff. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. That's very news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? So we talk, we we covered some new releases from local and international. Uh, Shattered Glass Jetfire has been released this month. Um, started making his way out from Amazon and EB pre-orders uh, just at the end of last month, and uh, it's um, yeah, it's it's currently winging its way to Bradley. It's sitting it's sitting under my desk here. So um, yeah. Um, I think it's fair to say Shattered Glass Jetfire has a wider Australian release than the original um, Siege Jetfire. We've we've all had no problems getting it. Um, other other items that have come out there's uh, the the premium finish bots have also made it out in Asia. So if you if you had these guys uh, on order for import, then you should be you should be finding them winging their way to yourself. So um, I actually I do have. I, you know, Skipping ahead to acquisitions, I do have the premium finish bots here uh, with me, but I haven't opened them yet. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about them a little bit in acquisitions. Um, what, what else have we got? There's also, um, there's a, yeah, that's that's sort of it for recent releases, but um, there's about to be a massive drop of figures in December. So the Golden Disc collection sets, we talked about them a couple of episodes ago. Uh, all four of those sets are coming in Asia in December. Uh, so they don't come to they don't come to Amazon and to the US until March. Um, so yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll be getting our hands on them before the rest of the planet. Uh, Kingdom Pipes and Slammer are finally coming out next month, and um, so is a, so is another Kingdom figure that we'll talk about shortly. Uh, as long as as well as the next wave of premium finish bots and masterpiece skids and reboost. Sorry, I missed a few things there on the on the screen share. So there's so the Golden Disc collection is. Um, uh, what have we got? Chapter chapter one of the Golden Disc set is uh, pipes and Hi- puffer and Road Ranger. Uh, chapter 
two is Jackpot, chapter three is Mutant Tigertron, and chapter four is Pterosaur. Um, so they'll be coming out soon. Uh, and we'll, we're also expecting to see Masterpiece Skids and Reboost coming out later this month. Um, so yeah, there's a, a lot of stuff making its way out. Other things that have actually made their way out, uh, oh yeah, also the, the Jurassic Park uh, crossover, Tyrannicon Rex and Autobot JP93, the most imaginatively named Transformer that we've seen in years. Um, they will be making their way out in the next month or so as well. Uh, we, we've also started to see Covert Agent Ravage make its way out to EB Games. Um, I think, uh, so I have, a, I have a large list of people who are getting Covert Agent Ravage through me, but um, did that include yourselves, Bradley, Daria? Yes. Yeah. Not me, no. Excellent. Well, so so the, the good news is that uh, it seems like it seems like he's come to Australia through EB early, um, but uh, the Asian release of these sets is next week. So they all of the the pre-orders that people made through myself and, and TCCA, they will be coming out in the next couple of weeks, um, and they'll be a, hopefully they'll be a little bit cheaper than EB as well. Um, so yeah, looking at, looking forward to getting our hands on on that guy, um, and the other. The other local releases, I think. I think Bradley, you've you've pointed out that you picked up one of these guys this week as well. Um, the Big W and Kmart stores uh, are stocking up at the moment with uh, Kingdom and uh, Studio Series figures. So there's a few of a few new figures from the new waves of those guys coming out to those stores. So if you're um, if you're looking for if you're looking for new figures, then I'd say that uh, EB, Zing, and Big W and Kmart might be the places to go. Definitely, yep. That, <clears throat> that's uh so that's about it for that is a, is a bit of a bit of an info dump on uh, on releases um we're still sort of trying to finesse how we how we report on releases and, and what's coming up but uh uh yeah that's that's how we'll go there um some other stuff that uh, was announced this week let's go for let's go for some uh, other news oh, sorry also just i also just want to mention that we do have um we have a few notifications coming up thank you facebook uh in our facebook group there's a there's a section called guides um so we've had people we've had a lot of people complaining there's a bit of a bit of angst around the group this week for some of these some of these new figures people have been unable to find them in stores and so many states around the country have little communities and groups that have been set up to track the release of figures and report sightings in those areas. So if you're in one of the areas, if you're in one of the areas, so we've got Queensland, Tasmania, ACT, New South Wales and Victoria on, on the board at the moment. We've got a section in the group called Guides. Uh, come Go in there, find the groups and uh, join join the groups and um, you, know, you, can, you can participate there and find out when things pop up in stores. People will also very likely help you acquire these um, acquire these figures as well and maybe pick them up and pass them along to someone that you know so you can save a little bit on postage. If you're in an area that we don't have a guide established, feel free to start one. Uh, let us know that it's let us know that it's been started and we'll list it in the group. As, uh, as they say, if you if you build it, people will come. So I think uh, I think that's one that's one of the that's one of the best things about our our little local community is that uh, we do have members that help members to acquire items, and I think there's a there is a really good really good and really strong sense of community in there for that. Yeah. Now, as far as news goes, let's talk about some actual figures that are coming out. So, um, actually, can I mention something about yeah. you were saying um, availability and stuff? Um, yeah. And stop showing up my friend he didn't tell me where this picture was from but it is a local retail 
Um, they did have Waspinator in stock, but I'm guessing this is a specialist store because Waspinator, according to this price tag, $54.99. Good Lord. That's... Um, and the weird I, I, thing I, is... Hang though, on. I'm, I'm so shocked at this. I'm just going to take the news, <laughs> the news screen share out and return <laughs> us to the, the picture because, oh my God. I can, yeah. I can share this photo if you want to see it in the uh, Facebook chat. Uh, where is it? That guy... Oh, it's right. It's probably yeah. it's probably a bit probably a bit hard to get it up on the screen at this point. I'll I'll try. Hang on. Okay, I just sent it yeah. to you. It's in the Facebook chat. Mm -hmm. Um, it's definitely a specialist store because once you see those prices, you'll be like, "Yeah, I'm not really that interested in what's Bonita. <laughs> uh, so I will actually just um. It's, okay, I've got that there. Let me just put that. Let me just put that back up. There we go. Uh. Yeah, so that's that's definitely a specialist store. I will I'll just say that. I will just point out that um, Waspinator and Shadow Panther are definitely making their way out into stores at the moment um, at regular retail prices. So for Kmart, that will be twenty nine ninety nine, or I think it's just twenty nine dollars. Some of the stores charge between thirty five and forty dollars for deluxes. We're in a bit of a state of flux as far as deluxe prices go, but if you see these in store and you know, you, and you think that the price is a little bit high, just pull your phone out, do a quick Google on, you know, like Kingdom Deluxe or anything like that. Find some prices listed on online and see if the store will do a price match because in the current climate, the store is much more likely to want to take the sale, even if they're not going to make the $20 of profit that they're going to make on this and get rid of the stock and get the money, get money into their pockets. So always, always try a price match if you can. But also at the same time as trying a price match, do remember that you should be polite about it. And you know, if if the if the stores before you try this before you try the price match, know whether or not you're going to walk away if they won't do it. Because if the, if you ask for a price match and they say no, just know whether or not you'll say, well, I'll buy it anyway. Or if you just go, okay, well, I'm I'm just going to put it back down and go, because. Uh, otherwise, if you appear indecisive to the person who you're asking for a price match, they probably won't give it to you because they think they'll get a sale anyway. Also, it pays to know the company's price match policy if they have one. So co um, companies like Meyer and Target have price match policies online. Big W is a little bit, little bit more, a little bit more opaque about their price matching. But if you ask nicely, the answer is either going to be yes or no. And at the, at the worst case, they'll just kick you out of the store. But nothing bad can happen. <laughs> Nothing bad can happen of asking for a price match unless you make it happen. Exactly. Especially with those prices, I don't think they'd be too open-minded. <laughs> Poss possibly not. Um, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of the figures here, these figures have taken time to come to Australia. So, um, yeah, these would be specialist. These would yeah. be specialist imports, wouldn't they? Very likely. Uh, I mean, so when, yeah. when, I, when I've imported these figures, they've come out at sort of, you know, 35 to 37 each. So they're definitely not Kmart prices if I bring them in. Um, mm. But you can you can definitely go into Kmart and get these figures now. And we, we've definitely seen the sightings in the in these Facebook groups we've talked about. And so if you um, if you're looking for these guys, I think you can also get them on uh, you can also get them on Amazon as well. Yeah, if you've got Amazon Prime, you'll often get free shipping on your items as well. So you know, it's definitely. I actually find Amazon Prime is one of the one of the, the best investments that you can make because of the the cheap shipping that you get on things, and also you get access to Prime Video, which has a really 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 strong video catalog. Yeah, I keep forgetting I've got Prime. I actually I've actually got <laughs> a lot Prime of people Video do. on my phone. 
I got Prime <laughs> yeah. Video on my phone. I've watched a couple of seasons of a couple of different shows, and yeah, it's um, it's sort of like you know a, a really wonderful benefit that yeah everyone keeps forgetting is there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's. I, I actually I find some of. So I find Amazon's been making their own series for a lot longer than some people think. Uh, mm. Like they, they started creating original content around the time Netflix did, but they just didn't bring the service to Australia. So there's like five seasons of some shows of Amazon originals there. Um, they have, of course, very famously picked up The Expanse as well. And so like you get all of these things. In fact, they picked it up and now they're putting it down after the current season. Um, <laughs> but there's all these there's all these benefits that you get. There's a good amount of entertainment and Prime is, I'm pretty sure it's under $10 a month still. So Yeah, it's um, like nine ninety. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, I keep forgetting it's there and then, you know, I see the price and I was like, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's, that's the postage of one deluxe figure a month. So like if you're getting free postage on various things and, and uh, free deliveries, then you're definitely seeing the benefit. And if you, if you view the content on, on prime video, then yeah, it's a, it's a win as well. So Amazon usually has, um, Amazon usually has pretty reasonable prices for these items. Um, especially, in fact, I, I want to. I'll bring this guy back up. So, uh, Shadow Glass Jetfire. It's worth pointing out that um, so he's got a hundred and seventy-eight dollar price tag on him. If you buy him from uh, EB and other related places in Australia, uh, Amazon this week had a sale for a hundred and thirty dollars with free shipping if you've got Prime. That's that, that's that's four months of your Prime membership going on just on the saving there. So, like you may you may as well do it. It's it is really worthwhile. Yeah, it's definitely. You can also get yourself a uh, you know another figure, and it can still come under the regular retail price. Exactly, uh, exactly. That's right. So we we also we also sort of, I mean the best the best example of this is um, you know some of the some of the best advice on this you can hold out for sales, but keep an eye on keep an eye on what people post in the group in terms of online sales, and keep a, keep in mind which figures you're looking for at any particular time. We saw last week Pop Culture had a twenty percent off in stock items sale, and. 20% is not something to be sneezed at when you get to higher ticket items, right? Like mm. for a deluxe, you're going to save five or $6 and like, well, fine, whatever. But also combine that with the free shipping that a site like Pop Culture offers if your order goes over $100. And suddenly, if you take 20% off something like the Autobot Arc, that comes down from $300 to $240 and you got free shipping. That's, that's a $60 saving. What's that? And also, um, someone, sh I don't know if it was in the main Facebook group or if it was just in the WA Facebook group, but someone was saying um, Toymate is having a Black Friday sale and the ARC is going to be $199. I heard that as well. So Black Friday sales, actually, yeah, well, like we should definitely talk about Black Friday sales because they're coming up in the next, next week or two. Um, Black Friday sales are interesting because a lot of companies will do um, what they call a, they, they do sort of a, a loss leader, right? Like they'll put out, five items they'll, they'll advertise something and say hey you know the arc is two hundred dollars uh, and they'll they'll put five of them up for sale and they'll just hope that people will come along and will also buy other things as well and it often works out and i mean there's nothing wrong with it they're not it's not like it's not like it's false advertising or anything but you know if they advertise the deal and if you want the deal make sure that you're there you know lined up on their digital doorstep for the second that deal goes live because you might miss out otherwise Mm, it's it's uh, I don't know. I'm still. I mean, that is a wonderful price, but the arc's not a transformer. 
<laughs> Actually, I also saw um, uh, kicked right in the cannon. <laughs> yes. Well, it depends. It depends on the universe that you're in, right? Uh, one of another of our Facebook members, um, Scott Lewicki, posted a posted a, a, a an eBay link today uh, to a a, a a company that's making articulated hands for the Ark. So um, hands that can open and close, rather than the uh, the hands that he comes shipped with, which aren't very good. Um, Does he so just yeah. have the fists on the actual toy? Is it just fists or is it... Um, I, I don't know. I, That's what I'm asking. Oh. Just... I, mean, I mean, look, there's an arc here in a box. I haven't opened it yet, so I can't really tell. You can look at the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, the back's too far. So so, so his hands are sort of, they're like, they're modeled like, they're modeled oh, they're... sort of like this. So, yeah. so he, he's, he's, mod, he's modeled for the Royal Wave. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so if you if you wanted to you know, make those hands open and close, uh, you know, like if you if you've saved if you've saved sixty bucks on the arc, then that's a bit of money you can put towards upgrades. Because you know, we often we often will say you know upgrades are upgrades are cool, but they're also really expensive. And like in the case of in the case of some deluxe figures, you'll pay as much for the upgrades as you will pay for the figure itself. But if you've saved if you've saved sixty bucks on a Titan class figure, you know, why not buy an upgrade here and there, right? Yeah. yeah. So, all of that in uh, all of that, without all of that said and done. Um, so, what's our what's our advice? Watch for sales. Um, know know your price match policy. Know your intentions when asking for a price match, and join communities. and And make sure yes. that make sure that make sure that you're in communities and watching for notification of sales and, and the like. And also know if if you see a figure at retail price and you decide that it's too expensive, keep an eye out and decide for yourself what the buy price for yourself is going to be so that when it comes down to that point on sale you don't have to think about it and hesitate uh that jet fire sale that i was talking about um we saw that bounce around a little bit i think it was on thursday and about two hours later it was back to regular price so they you know they'd obviously released a little bit of stock got to get in quick yeah, especially with Amazon, like Amazon prices can change multiple times a day, even more, multiple times an hour, even. Also, if you're using online shopping, uh, wish lists can be your best friend. That's a great idea. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, especially if you if you use a, a site if you use a site that actually will email you when something on your wish list um, comes into stock or if uh, if the price changes. Uh, we've often we've often talked about the worlds collide bum, um, buzzworthy bumblebee set on on the podcast, and uh, one of the reasons why I was actually able to um, send people some links to acquire that. So I bought mine from Toy World Canberra, and once they went out of stock, I pushed the notify me button, and I woke up one morning and I had an email from Toy World Canberra going, "Hey, this item's back in stock. I'm like, Great, grab the link and send it out to people and tell them that it's back in stock." And that's that you know that's that's what we all do to you know help help other members in the community to acquire these toys. Absolutely. All right. Let's talk about some let's talk about some figures that are not quite out yet but are definitely upcoming. So we've got um we've got uh Kingdom Pipes and Slammer. Uh we've known about for a while are coming up. Um uh, they were they were originally meant to be a part of wave four, but um, things happened and wave four kind of got split in two. So let's call them wave four B or wave five. 
Um, and over the last couple of weeks, we've had we've had the sudden reveal of a uh, the existence of a, a confirmation of an existence of Kingdom Blaster. Mm. Now this is really unusual because Blaster is a very very in demand figure. We've been waiting for him ever since Soundwave was in the first wave of of Siege two and a half two and two and three quarter years ago. Um, we've we've seen a sound a sound wave. We know we're going to get a blaster, but we didn't know when. We didn't actually we, we actually saw Blaster's face was in the promo art for Legacy and thought maybe Blaster had slipped into the Legacy line, but nope. Here he is bringing up the tail end of Kingdom, very in demand figure, and uh, he is coming out towards the end of December. Um, and we've also got um, we've got the official official packaging artwork has been released by Hasbro, which. I think this is actually one of the first times that they've done this, um, actually showing us the artwork as it would appear on the uh, on the packages. And this is something that this is something that the community's been asking Hasbro to do in terms of um, you know giving better access to the packaging artwork. And it's really nice to see them actually release this. And you know, it's in a it's in a reasonable JPEG format. You could go and print these yourself if you wanted to sort of make some posters for your wall. Um, I do, I do still hold out hope that there'll be some way of actually acquiring official prints of these at some point in the future. But for now, let's, let's see how we go. So um, Blaster has his, uh, his classic cassette deck, uh, cassette deck mode and he ships with Eject. Very interestingly, Eject has a transparent blue colour to him, which um, the community is now saying might be a reference, a forward-looking reference to the uh, Energon themed weapons that are coming in the legacy. Um, so Blaster comes with uh, a, tra a translucent blue, translucent blue eject, and he comes with his blaster. I, th I find it weird that the uh, the character art has his blaster as sort of silver and blue. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if they thought his, his gun was going to be yeah. eject as well. Um, there is there is actually some discussion over wh whether or not eject actually forms part of blaster's weaponry as well i don't like i don't i don't see how he would be different but he's also i'm pretty sure eject is not the same uh not the same retool as what we've seen for um for frenzy and rumble on the on the soundwave side either um the legs look the same but the arms look a bit different maybe maybe it's because the maybe it's because of the translucent plastic maybe that's why it looks different yeah yeah i, I think i think you're right the legs do look the legs do look quite the same with the the same chunkiness and this is kind of begging for a select twin cast and a rewind. It is. Um, I don't know if I've 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 seen I've seen a list of things that are coming out in twenty twenty two. These things these things get passed around Reddit Reddit uh, Reddit Ribbit. <laughs> these things get passed around uh, Reddit sub forums and the like. And uh, it's hard to know whether or not you can take things with a with a um. With a grain of salt or not, but uh, um, well, you should always. But uh, so we definitely know that Blaster is coming end of December, early 2022, and he is also going to be repacked in Kingdom. We've we've definitely seen his face there. Um, there were rumours of a shattered glass Blaster, but I I haven't seen that on product lists. But I have seen. I'm pretty sure I've seen Twin Cast on the list. I'm I'm going to try and see if I can bring up. I'm just hoping for to actually finally get some Autobot cassettes because I've for like nearly a decade now I've had sound label Soundwave with the masterpiece cassettes as my Soundwave and his cassettes, and all I've had for the Autobot size is device label Blaster and the yeah. um, Collectors Club Eject and Rewind, which are you know the tanks. 
You, you, you didn't go for the data-powered ones from the um, the uh, Combiner Wars series, or the, was it Prime Wars? Uh, I did get um, Rewind, but that was just because Blaster, due to a mess up at Kmart, was going for 28 bucks. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, they're, they're not cassettes either, so fair enough. Too. Yeah. Now, look, uh, I can say... Uh, I can say that I'm I'm definitely looking at uh, some intel that says we are going to get a twin cast. I mean, like, who's surprised that Blaster's going to be repainted into twin cast? Anyone? Mm, well, I, I think a few years ago I might have been a bit surprised, but now that Generation Selects exists, which is mm. basically, well, it, it seems to serve the not quite as popular to mass audiences repaint characters and also where they'll put one half of a, the other half of a duo whose first half is on mass retail and to yeah. me a blast uh, sorry a twin cast and rewind would fit that fit both because twin cast of course because he's blue blaster rewind because you want him to go with your retro headmasters chrome dome yeah. However, if I told you that if I told you that I have a, a list in front of me that says that Twincast is going to be a legacy release in October, what what would you think? Yeah. Ah. I'd be a bit surprised. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair enough, too. Um, yeah, I mean, and it, it's all it's all it's all theoretical. The generation select is still sound, even if it's wrong. If you see what I mean. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I feel. I feel the the lists that I have for Generation Select next year are very small, um, so I, I suspect that some of that is going to be um, some of that is going to be fleshed out. So the list I have for Generation Select next year is Lift Ticket Guard DK three. Those were already rumored, and a mid year Cyclonus. We've heard that there'll be an Armada Cyclonus release as well. So, yeah. Oh anyway. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Anyway, so back, going back to Blaster, uh, there was a comment from Aaron saying the uh, the, the translucent look for for um, eject looks fragile. I, I I feel I feel like a lot of people seem to assume that translucent plastic or, or you know slightly transparent plastic or clear plastic is is more fragile. I would say that that's not been um, that's not a an, an opinion that has been um, dissuaded by any releases mm. in the last few years, but. Also, I think when they're when they're making a figure that's intended to be like made completely from it, I think they they generally will make them fairly sturdy. We'll see how it goes. I also think these the little cassette guys they are made of fairly chunky plastic, so I'm not too concerned about the translucent plastic. Um, also, as you see him here, I don't think he's I don't think he looks this translucent. I think this was actually taken with a light source nearby, and he's been photoshopped onto this onto this poster. I think yeah. the actual color is a lot a lot sort of a lot darker uh, darker blue. Yeah, he's not standing yeah. in front, he's not actually standing in front of that blaster. You can tell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Photoshop trickery going on here. Um, and there's the there's Blaster's alt mode as well. Um, very surprisingly, Blaster does not appear to be a, a Soundwave retool. He appears to be a, a new mold. Yeah, I see. I, I guess they're going with uh, regular um, sort of Blaster etiquette that he is he is the opposite of Soundwave, but at the same time, he is a different mold to Soundwave. 
Yeah, I, I think for a few years we did see we saw sort of Soundwave and Blaster share molds. Um, yeah, I think we saw we saw that in uh, Fall of Cybertron. We saw it in Power of the Primes as well. Or, yeah, Power of the Primes or, or Titans Return, whichever one they were the leader class figures in there. But uh, yeah, um, I mean, I think I think he's got a really nice, really nice looking uh, you know boombox mode. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff going on there detail wise. Like he's got got you know dial on either side and you know a lot of a lot of uh, surface panel detail there. Also, I'm pretty sure that this is this is one of the times where Hasbro has actually given us photos of the toys rather than digital renders here. Um, you can see that there's some various uh, reflections on surfaces and metallic uh, metallic things reflecting light on there. I just so, have a feeling that when we get that in hand, a lot of those black details on the red plastic, they're just going to be unpainted red. Yeah, look, it's, it's possible. Um, yeah. Uh, look, look, we're 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 just gonna have to see how that goes. It's let let let's make a note to revisit that in about a month when this figure <laughs> is is in hand because I would not be surprised if you're right, but I would also be disappointed if that's you know if they've specifically doctored this one up for for this photo. Yeah, um, because well, cause you're right. There's there's a lot of black pla there's a lot of black paint in use on that plastic. Yeah, so that list that you've got, Jason, that doesn't list any um, potential um, cassette packs for Blaster, does it? There's a, so there's a lot of things that are left empty. Um, so there's the there's the the core figures for for next year. They're off they're often left as uh, assorted. Um, so yeah, so I don't actually have cassettes, but I do have core assortments. Um, and so, like, all I have is like assorted wave one, assorted wave two, and assorted wave three. So, if the cassettes are going to become core figures, um, then I, I would expect them to be in those waves. Cool, cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I've just been holding out for well, since I started collecting uh, classics, I've been holding out for a blaster and his cassettes because yeah, it's just not really. Yeah represented as well as Soundwave in his cassettes. No, he's not. Is he? like I feel like I feel like Blaster has always kind of been a bit of an afterthought in a way. Um mm. Soundwave Soundwave's an iconic character and I think so is Blaster as well. Um and I think Blaster gets a lot of popularity from the fact that he sort of, you know, um was a major character in season 3 of the of the cartoon, you know, his, his face featured in the opening credits of the of you know the series 3 and 4 opening credits. And so um, yeah, Blast is very popular, sort of hang, dating back to that, but also still often plays second fiddle to Soundwave. Actually, you know, something weird about Blaster is the fact that I've been watching this a, a lot since it's shown up on YouTube, The Return of Optimus Prime Part 2. He's actually mm -hmm. in that episode, but he never speaks that he's never referred to. Yeah, I think that I think there's a lot of background characters in the cartoon. They they they'll animate them in particular scenes, but they won't necessarily voice them because it it helps them to it helps to sort of make the world look populated. Yeah, it's just very odd. <laughs> it's true. Um, so that's so that's Kingdom Blaster. Bit of a surprise. Um, we we were when Legacy was revealed a few weeks ago. We expected King. We, we expected Blaster to sort of slip out and for kingdom to finish uh well kingdom to have already been finished but there's a bit of a bit of a surprise there that we've got this this figure coming in so late there's also been a, a reveal 
and I have to say this was on my this is on my list. So it, it's interesting that it's been revealed uh, by a pre-order from a, a store in Singapore called Unrivaled Collectibles. There is a new core class figure coming in the last wave of Kingdom, and it's Hot Rod. So oh yet, yeah, yet, I did see yet that. Another little, not, yet another little surprise um, coming in the tail end of Kingdom. So the core figures have been really well received over the last few years, and so um, yeah, I think getting getting a, a core class hot rod, I think um, people will be very happy with that because you, you have Prime, you have Megatron, Soundwave, Starscream, and and Hot Rod, and a, you know a couple of others as well. I'd be very nice to get a hot rod because since i got that star convoy i've been thinking about trying to get a power of the primes mini rodimus to go with him but um yeah if there's a mini hot rod coming out it'd be a perfect companion for star convoy yeah um so word is he's coming in december so um he yeah he he should be his release should be imminent it's interesting that he hasn't leaked um and doesn't appear to have doesn't appear to have been stolen from the factory yet either so uh, it'll be interesting to see whether that means it is release slips or not. Also, I, it just popped into my head. It, isn't it like, you know, obviously if it wasn't for the the pandemic and everything, wouldn't we also be seeing um, next year's line being released about this time? Yes. Um, yeah, so you're right. We often... Well, so we've seen the announcement. Um, they, save, they saved the announcement for PulseCon, but we had already seen a lot of the figures leak. Which means they are they are leaving the factory and they've been they've been manufactured. So what we end up seeing in terms of in terms of leaks and and announcements is that usually the time frame is that things go through the factory, they get manufactured, they get stolen, they get sold by the so-called leak squad to various YouTubers who you know try to make some money off their page views to make make back the purchase price of the figure, and that's a sign that the figure's been in the factory and been manufactured. Um, so we, we haven't seen, we haven't seen a lot of the, um, we haven't seen a lot of the, the rumored figures, uh, come up. We haven't seen, we haven't seen a lot of the, the, the figures we're going to talk about soon with the, the Bumblebee, um, studio series figures. They don't seem like they've been in the factory yet, but they're also not due for release until sort of, you know, April or May next year. So I think they'll, I think they'll be going through production in the next few months, which means we'll, we'll see them leak out. Now... I don't think we've seen Blaster either, and that's that's interesting um, because if if that's the case, then it means that they have actually managed to keep Blaster under their hats. Hot Rod, Hot Rod is a Hot Rod is a very important release, um, even at the score, even at the core scale, core scale, because Hot Rod is a really important character and has a lot of fans. So if they've managed to keep a Hot Rod figure out of leakers' hands as well, then you know that's also that's also big news and um, you know, good on them, good on them for doing that. Now, that's um, but uh, we're also seeing in, at the same time as at the same time as that we're we're also seeing that we we have seen some uh, figures that we now know are part of the legacy line leaked out months ago. So I think there's I think there's a there's a bit of bit of um, horse trading going on as to who's in what wave. I think Kingdom was a late addition to sorry Blaster was a late addition into Kingdom. We know that a, a couple of months ago we were expecting to get Waspinator, Shadow Panther, Pipes, and Slammer in the same wave all at once we only got waspinator and shadow panther now i'll also just point out i'll scroll down a little bit here we are now seeing pipes and shadow panther coming out in december sorry pipes and um slammer coming in december so that wave kind of got split in half and has been paired up with kingdom voyager as a as sort of their their voyager and um hot rod as a core class figure so they've sort of bolted an extra wave onto kingdom now 
that's going to put Kingdom's releases into the early part of next year where we would traditionally, we would, we would be expecting to see legacy figures start turning up in December. But yep. Hasbro's put the date of July 2022 or a- April to July 2022 on, the, on Legacy's first wave, which I think means there's a, there's a couple of things that are going to happen. I think we're going to see those things trickle out in the first half of next year. And part of that is part of that's probably because of the supply chain issues that we're hearing about. It's hard to get, it's hard to get materials, and you know it's hard hard to ship items into the states. Um, some of the things that Hasbro's announced for next year have made it in for partial release in the states already. And Hasbro's made a statement. There's some there's some GI Joe figures that are meant to be June July 2022. They made it into Walmart already, and Hasbro did make a statement on that and said, look. We've got we've got supply chain issues in the U.S. Haha, uh-huh, surprise! The U.S. now gets to feel feel Australia's pain. Um, <laughs> we've got supply chain issues in the U.S., so we're going to expect to see a trickle of these figures, but they're expecting them to be fully released by mid-year. So, I think it's possible we'll see some legacy figures come out in the first half of next year. Um, I'm definitely seeing things like April listed for for legacy for Wave One. So. I would expect some releases. We, we, we know that Asian releases of things come out um, a couple of months before the US. So April seems like a good date to, to expect that stuff. Um, also, as far as Legacy goes, uh, remember that we've also got Gen Select's Black Zarak coming out in December. And we mm. have seen that his box actually has a Legacy branding on it. So officially, Black Zarak Gen Select is going to be the first, first released Legacy toy. Oh, and I've got him on pre-order. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I'm going to get Legacy this year. Yay! Yes. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Pipes and Slammer. We, we've we've talked about these figures before. Pipes is Pipes is a quite a retool of of Huffer. Um, another popular character, and also Huffer was a very well received um, deluxe in Kingdom. So, looking forward to seeing Pipes. I really like Pipes in the cartoon, even though he only made like one or two appearances. He had like a really cool voice and nice personality. Yeah, very good. I mean, mm. his, his comics appearance was crushing, but you know. <laughs> oh. yeah. I, I didn't see the comics. It's all right. Neither did Overlord. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um so he's yeah very very faithful uh very faithful to his his original g1 uh truck mode we've looked at pipes before and you know it's you know there's there's not much not much more to see there but i am expecting him to be a very very fun figure um huffer was huffer was fantastic um i i it, it almost feels as if hasbro's released huffer seen the fandom reaction to it and just going quick what can we do with that can we get three more of him out this year yes you can you, get, you can get um you can get pipes puffer and road ranger so um they are going to get them out this year at that point maybe the mold has reached saturation maybe, maybe that's enough but um either way we're, we are going to get pipes finally in, in this month and we're also going to get slammer so we're looking at yeah. slammer's box art here uh slammer is in fact a bit of a um a bit of a retool of Ironworks as uh, is, is what they've said in the press release, which I, I thought was a little bit surprising, but there you go. Um, and so, yeah, like you can sort of see some of the parts of Ironworks in, in the, uh, in the alt mode there, but uh, yeah, very, very different, um, very different transformation for him as well. And uh, that I, I gotta say, I've, I've said this in a, in a few things recently, Hasbro has been nailing head sculpts lately and, Pipes and Slammer just have really, really gorgeous faces. I mean, like 
Pipes's face is mostly you know dark blue and stuff, but um, yeah, everything's everything's where it should be and everything looks right. The 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 proportions of the head, the face plate, the eyes, they all look great. And um, yeah, Slammer's got this Slammer's got this sort of huge huge blue visor over the over the top of his face as well. Like um, I can I just, see a I lot of like a lot of interest in Slammer as a companion piece for two Titans. Will be. The Metroplex we got in what 2013, and aren't we meant to be getting a Cybertron Metroplex next year? That's so uh, that's correct. So, we, yeah, we are said to be getting Cybertron Metroplex. Whether it's going to be a retool of the 2013 Metroplex or if it's going to be a brand new Titan, we don't really know. We'll, we'll see. Mm. So yeah, yeah so yeah, so uh, yeah, so so there's a there's a, there's a lot of interest in both of these figures. Um, oh yeah, so. I think the the tail end of the tail end of Kingdom is coming in really strong, and it looks to me like that the whole the whole line is really really going to um, stick the landing. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, well, I want to replace weird. my sorry, go on. No, I was, I was going to say it's going to be weird that we got um, the very first Titan class toy in 2013, and here we are at the end of 2021, and we're finally getting his third mini bot guy because he came with Scamper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Scamper came and in the, the box, and, and then there was six gun. gun. Yeah. yeah, and and now we're getting a uh, slammer. Yeah, <laughs> and each each one of them each one of them is sort of getting a little bit better over time as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, six gun is now three years ago, uh, yeah. and Scamper was three years before that. So yeah, mm. yeah, very interesting. I, I'm looking at this like I'm seeing all this all this cool little detail on Slammer as well. Like there's these little little Gatling guns in his feet and. Um, yeah, so a lot of this painted deal. It, it'll be interesting to see whether or not the black stripes here make it through onto the final, the final figure. And also, he's got three. He's got he's got three colors on his gun as well. So um, it'll also be interesting to see also whether or from, not that makes it from through. this angle with the slight distortion. His symbol looks like a red Decepticon symbol. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I've, I, yeah, I was looking at I was looking at his faction logo, and I wasn't really sure what it was, but something looked off, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's shattered glass. He's a, he's a shattered glass Decepticon. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's uh, so that's Kingdom Kingdom Blaster Pipes and Slammer. They are they are due for release imminently. Pipes and Slammer are coming out in Asia at the start of next month, so that's just a couple of weeks away. Blaster is coming at the end of the year, so probably in the last week of last week of uh, December. So is is Slammer another? Because you said he's a redo of um was it tread shot so, um so according according to the press release here so he's, he's a heavy partial of ironworks so does um, that mean he's still a weaponizer or is he just his own bot uh it is correct he is a weaponizer yes so you can you, oh, can, okay. you can break him apart so yeah uh, right. <laughs> so, there we go um so <laughs> metroplex is going to have two weaponizers to beef him up yeah, I, I mean, like Metroplex probably does need a, a few extra weapons to beef them up against some of the later Titans. Let's be honest; the later yeah. some of the later Titans are armed to the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, we also have seen um, Hasbro returning to the returning to the the gold mine that is the, the first two and a half minutes of the 2017 Bumblebee movie. The the, the part of the movie that we all went gaga for in the cinema, the, the Cybertronian battle scene, we've been wondering how long it was going to take them to um, release toys of every single figure in there. And the answer is they're all coming in 2022. Um, 
So we got a we got a we got a look uh, just last week at the new Voyager Soundwave in Studio Series, and we're, we're looking at him here. The figure looks absolutely amazing um, and looks very very faithful to his on-screen representation, including all the massive chunky thighs. But the interesting thing is that we never really saw an alt mode for Soundwave in the movie, and so we have an alt mode for Soundwave here. <laughs> he turns into a slab. Also, apparently, he, like, he, yeah, he turns into something. Um, before we get too into, before we get too into this, I do want to point out that TF Wiki had a really interesting take on this alt mode. Like, everyone's looked at this alt mode and they're like, "What the fuck is it? Is it a, some kind of a data pad? Is it something you meant you meant to hold in your hands or something?" Or, um, look, take a look at this. And judge for yourself. So this is a this is a, 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 a still from the Transformers GI Joe comic from Tom Tom Scarelli from a few a, a few years ago. Look at that. That is the, that is Soundwave's alt mode right there. Um, so this I think this was this was one of the one of the sound. So this was sort of presented as Soundwave's um, arrival arrival on Earth during the Transformers GI Joe comic, and that is. That is almost exactly, almost exactly what you're looking at there. There's, you know, you can see, you know, sort of two, two sort of thrusters areas. There's just, it's almost, it's just, it's almost uncanny what they've done. And um, yeah, it, it, we know that the Bumblebee movie dug a lot into Transformers lore. They may, they, they used a, they used a green Transformers uh, Armada thrust uh, for, for the, the thrust in the movie. So like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of picking and choosing from Transformers lore. It's entirely possible that when they designed Soundwave, they designed his alt mode and they just didn't show it on screen and intended him to be this sort of you know ship slash communications device. Uh, or it's entirely possible that this is a complete fluke. We'll we'll never we'll never really know. It might have it might well have just been someone something that someone at Hasbro decided this year when trying to figure out an alt mode for him. Um, there's been a lot of a lot of activity has gone into looking at how this guy transforms as well. And it has been pointed out that the the chest, so Soundwave's chest, the the sort of the, the, the window part on the chest is not the same piece that you see on the top of this on the top of this figure. So there's yeah. a there's a second a second chest piece somewhere on this figure that becomes the uh, the top of his uh, his alt mode. It's or also it been be pointed back. out that there's Yeah, 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 that could be on his back. Uh, it's mm. also been pointed out that this looks like the um, the the hovercraft thing that the Green Goblin rides in Spider Man. So maybe maybe this is also going to be in Spider Man No Way Home. Who knows? Looking looking at this alt mode, it looks like his um, legs sort of spin and then fold up and then encase the arms. Yeah, I I, I think I think that looks about right. Um, mm. You can see you can see his uh, his sort of gun. Uh, shoulder gun is sort of hanging off the um hanging off the side of the uh side of the craft as well yeah, yeah it's i would not, like to see this from clear. more angles because i think that would that would also provide a couple of oh i get it now moments i think so yeah, yeah. but it's so it's a it's early days yeah and it, i think it's it's safe to say that the existence of this figure has definitely set the community alight with speculation and i think in general i, I think in general the 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 uh, reaction to this figure has been very positive. I mean, it's a new Soundwave figure. So like, you know, it's a new Soundwave figure. Everyone was really impressed with Soundwave's appearance in 
um, in the Bumblebee movie, um, and this looks very faithful to his, at least to his robot mode. There's uh, there's all the the nice sort of chunkiness and angles that that ILM put into that CGI. So what else have we got? They also announced a bunch of other figures. So um, we've got uh, Deluxe Ratchet, Brawn, Wheeljack, and there's also the introduction of core class figures into the Studio Series line. So we'll uh, we'll take a, take a look at those figures as well. So there's um, so there's a deluxe class ratchet, um, looks looking looking fantastic. I think as well. Like the, a, lot, a lot of these a lot of these figures just they look really great. But the part that gives me pause is the fact that they are from two minutes of CGI footage from 2017, <laughs> and I don't know whether or not that look and feel for them is ever going to be reused. So maybe the maybe these are just one offs and. I think we all knew when they when they added they tacked that um, CGI onto the start of the movie. We knew that they were going to mine it for figures, but um, just didn't know that it was going to take quite so long for them to do it. But it's nice that they've gotten around to it, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just um, I think they're latching on to you know a brief, highly regarded moment in the live action movie franchise. Uh, realized there's not really much representation of it. And then they just sort of created these alt modes. I mean, there's a chance that the files that they used in the movies had these alt modes, but at the same time, it's possible that they were just robots. So they're sort yeah, of going I, into depth with these. I, I think a lot of the I think a lot of the designs for that CGI they were done very very last minute and very much in a rush. I keep saying I've said ILM, but I'm not I'm not entirely certain that it was ILM who did that CGI, but um yeah, I, I I don't think they designed alt modes for the characters unless they needed it, and I also don't know if they actually designed a transformation sequence for them as well. So there could be could be an extraordinary amount of engineering uh, going on here in creating uh, creating these alt modes. A lot of the a lot of the alt modes we didn't see on screen, so you know it, it's it's sort of extrapolated from the the character's design. But you would imagine that whoever designed it sort of did it with a view to with a view to this this stuff happening in the, in the eventually it's just weird seeing ratchet turn into a tank <laughs> with a massive I, gun I, turret oh like, yeah look you're, you're right i was gonna say that I, my hope is that he's some kind of a, a medical evac vehicle but you're right it's a giant hmm. gun it's a giant gun on the top <laughs> yeah. of him. his main vehicle looks more like an apc kind of thing and i can see that as a yeah. oh we got to evacuate we got to evacuate this guy but i don't want to get shot and blown up on the way either <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's that's definitely my hope there as well. Um, I also would like to point out that um, Hasbro's spate of working from home errors continues as uh, we have digital render shown final product may vary. Oh, know. that's yeah, that's when we uh, we saw that a few months ago, didn't we? It was product. We did. It's it's nice. It's nice to know that Hasbro's fixed those mistakes. So it, that, that's product. that's true on all. What of is these. missing? It's you. <laughs> that's O. It's, it's an it's an O. Product. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, the the figure that the figure that's really resonated, I think, with people is the deluxe class Brawn. Um, he's, I think, uh, I think it's, I think he. This has really resonated a lot. People are very into it because he's got he's got a lot of rounded surfaces on him, and we don't see that a lot in we don't see that a lot in Transformers. His his robot mode also has you know so the the massive the massive helmet he's like a robot juggernaut. We saw this mm. in we saw this in the movie and thought oh, yeah well you know that's that's definitely brawn. Um, but yeah they've 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 managed to they managed to take all of those curvy lines and create a, a pretty cohesive alt mode 
for him as well. He also has a giant gun attached to, to the top of him that you know, it almost looks like the same gun as Ratchet has. He also is has it, a nod. Is it the same gun? Is it, is it the same gun? It, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. He also has a nod to that one part in the cartoon where he gets a drill mode sticking out the front of his Jeep mode. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. That's true. Um, you know, so then it's not also that like that drill is kept somewhere on him. Um, so like because he he's not carrying it as a weapon, so that must be a part of his part of his transformation as well. But mm. um, yeah, and, uh, he, he makes that a minute or so of movie is the most Braun's actually done in anything in several years. So. It's true. Other other than dying, mm. yeah. <laughs> He didn't die in Bumblebee, did he? Can't tell. No. But yeah. No. So yeah. So yeah. A lot. A lot of people. A lot of people are very up on Braun. Also, because as always, Braun almost seems like he's he's a, a brother in arms with um, Masters of the Universe's Man at Arms, and uh, this appearance of Braun does absolutely nothing to dissuade from that notion. Spot <laughs> on. <laughs> he, yeah. He he looks like a Transformers version of Man at Arms. So I'm I'm glad to see that continue. So yeah, Braun is uh, Braun is uh, also also been announced as coming. Wheeljack is Wheeljack's looking pretty damn nice. Uh, I, yeah. I gotta say. Also, I think again, he I, he looks like he's carrying a very similar gun. Although I think the, the 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 front of the gun has actually been slightly retooled here in this case. Um, Wheeljack always a popular character. It's really nice to see him get some get some spotlight and get a new mold as well. Like uh, the last Wheeljack mold was in, I'm going to say Siege, and he got he got um, maybe it was Earthrise. Got got retooled in or got recolored in Netflix, and he also got re-released this year in Kingdom. Um, but yeah, I'm pro- yeah, it's, he's he's sort of seen one mold in in the last couple of years, a couple of releases. So it's nice to see a new Wheeljack. Um, very. Very sleek looking vehicle mode on him as well, and uh, yeah, yeah, lo- lo- lots, lots to see. I think there's also already um, a video review for Wheeljack on YouTube by Prime versus Prime. So if people want to get a more in depth look at this guy, I don't know. I think he may have done one or two of these other f- figures that we're looking at, but I know he's definitely done Wheeljack. Yeah, they've been they've been they've been stolen from the factory in the last last few weeks since they were revealed, and so they are starting to come out on those uh, those YouTube channels for for um, a toy. I'm going to say review quote unquote, but um, <laughs> yeah. I don't I yeah. don't think they're much of a review. But yeah, no. Um, we also have uh, we've got the addition of core class figures into into Studio Series. So we've got Ravage, uh, who turns into that. Um, I mean, a he basically, rest. yeah, you, you know, you know that animated gift from ages ago where um, Prime says, you know, um, Autobots transform and roll out, and you see a cat roll into a ball and fall off the couch. <laughs> yeah, that is, um, that is basically what Ravage is doing here. Um, also, it reminds me of a um, a scene in Beast Wars where Waspinator gets grabbed by a security um, system and gets crunched and compacted into a box like what we're seeing here. Yes, yeah, that's right. There's I mean there's been several cases of transformers being sort of crushed and compacted down into into cube shapes over the years as well. So um it is it is said that Ravage can fit in Soundwave's chest. Um which is I mean if if that's if that's the case then that's you know that's clearly the point here. Um <laughs> 
I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not completely and totally in love with the uh, the the design of this figure. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I, f- I feel like Ravager's snout, for want of a better word, just, it's sort of he looks more like a crocodile than a like a yeah. some kind of a, a wolf or a wolf or a dog. Um, but you know what, the core figures. Core figures have been been quite well received. There's he's likely to have quite a lot of posability in there, despite the the you know sort of the two photos that we've got. So, you know what? Um, we'll reserve judgment. We'll see how. We'll see what what happens. Uh, as, as one of one of, our, one of our viewers says, before time began, Ravage was the cube. Before time began, Ravage was the cube. Goodness goodness me. I've got goosebumps. (laughs) Can we actually can we actually get you to read all the uh all the comments on the uh live stream that way? Wait a second. Yeah, wait, here we go. Goblin glider made. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um Okay, so that's that's core class ravage and uh we are also seeing core class shockwave. Now Shockwave becoming a core class figure has been a bit controversial because he does sort of turn into a large tank, and that means his it means that his scale is completely off. Um, <laughs> and Studio Series is a line that has prided itself on sort of scale and accuracy, and so the introduction of core class can really throw that scale off. Um, you would have to hope that there's going to be a larger Shockwave figure released later. But we're also not necessarily sure that there will be. Who knows? I can just see a lot of um, Decepticon falling up feet first, falling on their butt, saying, "Damn it, Shockwave, stop rolling <laughs> under my feet." Yeah, I could see yeah. this would make sense if he was still a gun that maybe be small, so others can hold him. But no, I I can't see the reasoning how they went. Who's who's small? Oh, Shockwave, really? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Shockwave, Shockwave was a major player in the movie, uh, had major thighs in the movie as well, which I don't think have made it into his toy form as well. Um, and not in the same way, like to the same degree of success as Soundwave's, Soundwave's massive thighs as well. But um, yeah, I just, I, I feel like there's a lot of people who are hoping for a, a, hoping for a proper representation of Shockwave, especially because he actually got like some speaking lines in the movie. Um yeah, I'd say this is this is not the figure that they want, but also being a being a core class figure, it's likely that it will be pretty popular and um, will probably be fairly well received when people actually get it in hand. Yeah, I mean, I'm confused, but I guess so be it. Really, <laughs> I, I'm confused but willing to go with it. That that uh, describes <laughs> so much. Um, also, new packaging for core class figures, um, which I, I think this is. I'm. I'm. I think I'm. I. I count as the packaging nerd on the podcast. I'm not sure if. Not sure if either of you two are that interested in it. But uh, we have seen Hasbro reduce the re- reliance of plastic on packaging for Transformers over the last few years. Um, Kingdom. Kingdom and Gen Selects this year especially have uh, really been really been um, holding back on the plastic. So seeing Core Class move to a cardboard box. Um, but still, sort of having that that backing card with the so they can still be they can still be hung on the um on the shelf pegs, uh yeah yeah so very very interested to see this this um this type of packaging make it into making it to studio series as well. 
it just for some reason it looks to me like there's two figures in that box like there's one behind the other it looks very deep <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I i know what you mean um I feel like they could have placed some elements of the um, some elements of the branding uh, elsewhere, but I'm pretty sure that this will also be what we see when it comes to Kingdom, uh, sorry, not Kingdom Legacy's core class. I think they'll have a very similar, very similar sort of you know small window on the. Oh, actually, well, actually, the window size doesn't matter because the window si there's no plastic in that window, but the figure is the figure is tied in. Um, mm. So yeah, like you would have a you would still have a hard time getting that figure out of the box. Well, maybe not for Ravage. If you were to cut those ties uh, and, and you know try to get the figure out of the box, you're probably still going to have trouble. Mm. Also interesting is that that's new artwork on the um on the boxes for these figures as well. So yeah, that's, so they, that's that's new artwork for the figures in sort of in the style of the toy, but also in the style of the movie as well. Um, so yeah, that, that's cool. It's good. It's good to see some uh, good to see some new artwork being uh, being commissioned by Hasbro for these uh, for these figures. Right. So with that with that that done, so we've gone through we've gone through the Studio Series reveals. We are going to talk about uh, um, one of the one of the figures that leaked out and was reviewed by Prime versus Prime this week. I say review again, uh, which is Masterpiece Reboot, Reboot Reboost. Um, Masterpiece Reboost is the red colored version of Masterpiece Skids. They're both due for release this, uh, uh, this, this month. Uh, I think they'll end up being late this month. And, um, I think it's, I think it's safe to say that, safe to say that there's a bit of excitement about these figures. They're, it's a, it's a, he's a nicely regarded G1 figure. It's a, it's the anniversary of the um, the the city, the uh, the, the car that uh, forms Zomo, which is one of the reasons why they're doing this this year. They're releasing both Skids and Reboost simultaneously, and there will be a third version of Skids in Senator Crosscut coming. I think it's coming in March. Um, so yeah, it's it's really nice. There's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, sort of painted detail on uh, on the engine there that you can see in Reboost. Uh, he does Reboost comes with the uh, the little scooter. That came with the original the original figure in Diaclone, but not in G1. Um, and yeah, being a being a masterpiece figure, it's nice to see the uh, the articulation options there as well. The um the most interesting thing that I've seen people say about this figure is that he looks like Optimus Prime. Yeah, he's definitely got some of that going on. I mean, have we got a close up on his face? Alternity Orion Pax. Yeah, there yeah, we you, go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's a, he's yeah he's ba he's basically a, he's almost an Orion Pax um, version of uh, version of that. You're right. Um, I someone in our someone in the Wednesday night chat in the in the TCCA Facebook group joked that um, this is what you get when you order Optimus Prime from Wish. <laughs> yeah. In fact, he looks lo like the flashback Orion Pax in IEW. He does, was, uh, doesn't police. he? Maybe that is maybe that is actually intentional on their part. We we do know that masterpiece figures do occasionally pull in pull in references from comics and the like. So maybe that's what we're seeing here. Anyway, we're going to see a lot more of this figure in the next month because um, it is due for release in the next month. It looks to me like looks to me like we you know sort of the masterpiece engineering that we expect. He looks he looks like he's got a lot of a lot of tidy tidy panels on him where things have things have been folded up and, and folded in and locked in so yeah i'm 
I'm I'm I'm pretty happy with him. That the red color looks fantastic. Skids is of course uh, the the blue color, and Crosscut will be the sort of the the, the shiny or the the gray or silver color. But um, yeah, I, I'm 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 really happy. I'm really happy. I've got this guy on pre-order. Does anyone else have him on pre-order? Nope. No. No, Any but skids? I'm thinking Any about it now. I've seen him close up. That is that's the interesting thing about product leaks, right? Like you know, leaks leaks almost do some of Hasbro's PR. They they almost do their job for them, right? Because um, they will uh, you know they they will get people interested in a figure, and often often some of the often some of the some of the YouTubers like this is actually a really a really nicely composed photo. It's well posed. Um, it's really nicely lit. And you can tell that it's actually the it's actually the real figure as opposed to a, digi a digital render. So, uh, a lot of the YouTubers who are actually getting these figures from wherever they're stolen from and um, publishing these videos, they're actually doing quite a favour to people who want to see the figure up up close and see more more shots than Hasbro and Takara are going to going to uh, release of them. So, there's um yeah there, there's there's good and bad sides to sides to these leaking. Um, I, I do have skids and reboost both on order and I'm looking forward to getting both of them. While we're um, while we're talking about Masterpiece, we're gonna stick with we're gonna stick with Masterpiece and we're gonna look very briefly at uh, the new MPG Masterpiece Gatai. Uh, MPG01 Shuki. Uh, his uh, his train mode. Now there are now official photographs of, of the train mode. Um, we can tell that they're official because it has that uh, that uh, Takara Tomi uh, it looks less like a kitchen bench as time goes on, but uh, they've sort of got a nice roll of uh, reflect, reflective metallic surface uh, that, that um, they like to take photos of their figures against. And um, yeah, so we can see we can see the sort of the, the train mode here. There's a lot of detail, a lot of detail on the trains. Uh, it almost looks like that's a working door at the back. Mm. I wonder. Um, and uh, and a look at a look at how he's uh, how he fits together underneath. That is. That is actually the that's actually one of the most interesting parts of this league because you can actually see Shuki's chest design there is taking up less than one quarter of the the length of the alt mode. So it gives you a it gives you a better a better look at how the alt mode works and also the amount of the amount of engineering that actually goes into taking a taking a a solid looking transforming robot and actually converting him into a, a long a long train carriage is yeah quite impressive. Does, is it is it also is it me or does it look like he actually has magnetic connectors at the at the front? What do you, what do you think? Mm, that's probably just a bolt. Maybe it's just a bolt. I mean, I mean, I th I think the gauge of the wheels underneath is quite interesting. It seems I feel like I feel like there's likely to be <coughs> excuse me. I feel like there's either likely to be some kind of a track. For the, I was for just the thinking oh, that, yeah. Actually, you know what? I think they're actually they actually do ship a piece of track in the box. I'm not sure, um, but you know, I, I think it's also likely that he'll fit on on other specific gauge tracks uh, as well. So you might well be able to get these uh, get these going across multiple things. If this actually forms, if 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 Raiden actually forms a, a working toy ta toy train set as well, like that would be that would be amazing. We'd well, kind um, of hope that they retain their be one big train ability for all for all this thing being who they are yeah, yeah. there's a very good chance of that because they're designed specifically like, like this is um 
Shelky, and he's always designed to be the lead of the assembled train mode. And right, then, so if he's always the lead, then maybe he doesn't need a connector at the front, but maybe there's some kind of connection that's possible at the back to, to sort of hold them all together. All together. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's a very, it's very neat. Like it's, it's, it's very neat considering the underside of a lot of transformers, but um, packing, packing that mu- that many sort of back and side and roof panels into, into his, um, into his robot mode and then compressing all of that down into a, a, a coherent train mode is yeah very impressive. Looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. 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 He does look pretty cool. Do, do, do you guys, do you guys have the, uh, the MPG series coming up on pre-order? No, no. Um, I'm probably going to wait to see more of them released or more of them come out and then backtrack. But yeah. for, at the moment, no. Similar. I, I want think... a better idea of what's going on. Yeah. 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 I, I think that, I think that's entirely fair. The, they need to show more of what more of the combined form instead of asking people to buy a combiner limb without, without showing the, uh, the actual combiner. There's, there's six months until this guy comes out. So, I think there's plenty of there's plenty of time for them to you know get this shit in order and actually actually show, you know this is this is what we're intending. Even if it's just like a silhouette with you know one one of the limbs showing up or anything like that. But uh, yeah, uh, I I think I think it looks promising, um, and I think there's also there's also been uh, sort of some some release news on the on the pricing and the, and the like of this guy in the last last week or so that has has been good as well. Like I've seen a few prices drop for him as well. So I think we were concerned that the price was going to be about two hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars, but now it looks like it's closer to closer to two hundred. Which is always well Yikes. for masterpieces. <laughs> well, that's a that's a that's a fairly good price for masterpieces. But uh, skids and skids and reboost are about 150 each, which is also also probably a good price for for masterpiece um, carbots as well. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in the modern day, I mean, like in in the past, we often saw masterpiece carbots come in at about uh, you know sort of like 80 to 120. So you know, one 150 in the in the modern modern day is probably a, probably a good win. All right, that is um, that is it for toy news. There's a couple of things that we're going to cover off before we get into acquisitions and finish up. Uh, first is the bad news that uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts has been delayed by a whole year to June 9th, 2023. Uh, it was originally slated for release on June 24th, 2022. So uh, that is an extra it's an extra year for them to work on the effects. Um, I think this is not entirely surprising. Uh, we had Same. heard a rumor, yeah, we had heard a rumor that it was going to be delayed to December. Um, we know that they 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 only finished filming last month, and so taking that, editing it together, and then adding all of the effects that are necessary to do all of that in six months, I think, is a quite an ask. So I'm not too surprised that that this has slipped by this much. Um, but I also think that. I also think that no one was really chomping at the bit for them to hit that 2022 date. So if they want to take another year, then go for it. Mm. Yeah, I'm but, uh, more chance so unsurprised for to, um... I had forgotten it hadn't already happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. More chance um, for them to wet our appetites with previews and stuff. That's true. There's been absolutely nothing preview-wise for a movie that yep. was meant to be six months away. So, mm. yeah. Um so uh yeah so so at the, at the same time um at the same time uh 
Paramount also announced that there's a new Star Trek movie uh, that's going to hit in uh, June 2023 as well. So I'll see how it goes. I'm, as far as I'm, as far as I'm underwear, uh, underwear, as far as I'm, un- I'm unaware of, uh, I'm unaware of them actually announcing a cast or anything for that movie. Whether or not, whether or not it's going to be the the current big screen cast and they're getting them all back together, or if it's going to be something else. It's um, it's interesting. So it says here that that Star Trek pick is in development at the moment, and uh, most importantly, it's not Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek. It seems. <laughs> So yeah, so um, yeah, Rise of the Beast delayed by delayed by one year. Uh, very interestingly, I did see some on the twenty twenty two release list. I did see some Rise of the Beasts toys. So I wonder whether or not they're going to hastily shove them into the following year, or if they'll release them anyway. We'll see what happens. Um, a little bit of little bit of a uh, little bit of merchandising news to in order to close us out, and I'm I'm mainly bringing this up because I want to buy them. Uh, Adidas. Has Adidas has revealed an Optimus Prime and uh, Megatron version of their, uh, their their upcoming shoes, um, thus pictured here with uh, with Earthrise Earthrise Prime and Megatron as well. It does seem like the uh, it does seem like the the Optimus Prime is based more on the movie design for Optimus with the flames and the, the red and the black flames because that's not a feature of the Earthrise version, but. Um, I have to say, if it was if it was me, I'd be going for the Megatron ones because I I prefer my I prefer a darker a darker colored shoe. Um, I do think that the I do think that the the connection is tenuous at best as far as the color schemes go. But uh, you know, if, I don't think I also don't think you get a Transformer figure or anything with them either. So um, if the if these kinds of things are your uh, your bag, then uh, you know there's going to be a couple of options. The reason I brought this up. I don't is... think they make them in my size. <laughs> oh, they probably do. I mean, if they're if they're at us. Oh, that's actually interesting. There's a there's this piece on top that it looks like it's actually electronically lit as well. And so yeah. So oh, Megatron now has... I'm interested. Ah, mm. there we go. Um, that mu- I'm I'm hoping that that's the insoles. Yeah. Yeah, not, I'd, I'd not, say not so. Face. Yeah. Don't yeah. Yeah. They yeah. must. They must be. Um, so yeah, so the, yeah, there's the uh, elect- electro- electronic part to it, but um, good lord, imagine that! Imagine that scuffing, wearing them out through daily use. Mm. I knew someone who wore light up trainers to her wedding, and I've been jealous ever since. Wow. Mm. How, how's how's your light up headphones going there, Daria? Well, <laughs> see, I can't even tell if the lights on or off, so I don't know what use it is having this light on it. Oh, it's a, there's a there's a there's a little there's a light there's a light ring around the, uh, the yeah. ear. Yeah, ring around the ear. Yeah. It's also the tip of the microphone. I think is lit too. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, a bit you're right. It is too. All the stuff on this is out of the actual user's view. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. The lights on the well, mouse and the keyboard, I can just look at. Oh, look, there they are. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Um, I can hear everyone okay, so that's what I bought them for. We'll give them. Um, we'll, we'll give uh, whoever did this at, uh, at Adidas some props for making an awesome pose out of Earthrise Optimus Prime there as well. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. That was good. Good job. What did they do for Megatron? Megatron looks like he's late for an appointment. Yeah, uh, looks like he's checking his wristwatch and he's about to shoot someone, saying, "Sorry, I'm late. I can't glorify your execution. Just yeah. uh, here, have this. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. Here, have a shot. I've got to go. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have time to talk about your cause. Good night. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so what's the, so what's the, what's the info about the release of these figures? Um, 
Da, da, da. Oh, they're oh, they're they're apparently currently available for purchase in China. So I'm sure they'll. I'm sure you can probably find them on eBay and the like. Um, maybe AliExpress. So. Oh yeah, it says they both yeah. feature installs with a split Optimus Prime Megatron face. So that'll be what we were looking at before. So you can stand on Optimus Prime and Megatron all day as much as you like. Yep. Ah, uh, yep. There yeah. it is, confirming the LED lighting. Correct. It doesn't say anything about price. I'm sure that I'm sure it'll be interesting. Um. Those are not the Transformers shoes that I'm interested in, however. The, the Transformers shoes that I am interested in are currently listed on Zavi. Um, these are, so, so what we're looking at here is a, um, an Aikido, uh, Aikido Cross Transformers um, signature high top black and white with the, uh, sort of the, 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 the tunnel, tunnel uh, artwork from the start of Transformers the movie with the Autobot and Decepticon logos on the... Um, yeah on the sides of the, the boots. I reckon these, I reckon these look awesome. Um, I would not be wearing these as my like, you know, day-to-day, day-to-day shoes, but for meetups, special events, you know, going to conventions and the like, I would totally be happy to wear these. So I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be looking at, uh, looking at uh, purchasing myself a set. Oh, that's a very interesting thing there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, so there's a there's a there's a look at that. Um, the actually the reason I, the reason I found this is actually because um, the uh, UK artist Matt Ferguson, who um, Hasbro interviewed on the um, uh, the the Transformers the movie stream, and they had him do the the poster designs and uh, and he did the artwork for the 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 uh, 4K rest 4K restoration and up to upgrade this this year. Uh, he actually worked on the design for these sneakers, so. Um, yeah, he tweeted it out earlier, and he said that he was especially proud that they actually managed to get all the pink in there because you can see you know, there's a lot of pink around the the front of the shoe and the the Autobot faction symbol as well. So, um, very cool. So I will be um, I will be looking to acquire a pair of these uh, from Zavi, and I'll I'll be sure to let everyone know when they come here. <laughs> so I think that that about does it for news. I think I think there's we've had a. We had a nice, we had a nice little discussion of news today. Um, I'm gonna kick, I'm gonna kick the news screen share out. And return us to our three up, and uh, I think it's time to, it's time to talk acquisitions. Um, we've got, we've a few, we've a few things to talk about. It's been a few weeks since we've done an episode, so uh, I think Dario, do you, do you mind if we, if we kick off with yourself? And we'll talk, we'll talk about acquisitions. Yeah, I'm pretty quick and easy. I got the trade paperback of Transformers '84 which includes both the Secrets and Lies miniseries and the Issue Zero and all the uh, notes and stuff, the commentary in the back section. So that's, that's by Simon Furman and Guido Guidi. It's a prequel-ish to the, to the Marvel series, taking back a bit there. But yeah, it's, it's fun. Pretty old school, a bit old school, armed with what we know now, sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, no, that's fair. I, I, you, you've been quite a fan of that series as well, so like, I'm, I'm not, I'm glad to see the the, the collected edition of it. It looks quite, looks like it's quite a thick book as well. A lot of trade, yeah, a lot of uh, trades these days end up quite thin. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, we're too cool for page numbers, but it seems to be about a hundred pages. Okay, yeah, well, that sounds good. Did you have any other any other bits you wanted to talk about there? I uh, know that has been my only my only solid acquisition lately. 
the only solid acquisition. I we've got a list. We've got a list for Bradley. Bradley, would you would you like to hit us with your uh, hit us with your acquisition list and tell us what's new in your collection? Probably yeah, good well, about I've, I've got a. It's been a while since I've been on, so I've got a few bits and bobs that have already been put away. But um, some recent acquisitions. I've got three of the sweeps. So there's one in his fully transform mode, one in his seeker mode. <laughs> and I've still got one uh, in the box. Um, do, do you have Scourge as well, or will you just be nominating yeah. one of them to be Scourge? No, no, I've got Scourge. I feel bad it's for it. the people that bought a shitload of Scourges, and then they said, oh, we're doing a sweep as well, and everyone's like... <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting, though. Like, I actually find the sweep color scheme a little bit nicer than Scourge. I think I think Scourge's yeah. colors are a little bit, little bit washed out. So I think if you bought a lot of Scourges, you can just buy one sweep and swap the names. Yeah, I got Retgar as well. He's got a, um, it's not showing up on the camera really, but this um, spike was a little bit bent. I still have to look mm. at getting um, getting it straightened out. But he's a pretty cool toy. I've, I've um, seen I've seen quite a bit of mention of how to straighten out those spikes. It sort of ranges from uh, sort of a, a hairdryer or just submerging it in some hot water and bending it. Um, so yeah, yeah I think I might a have bit to. Of discussion. Yeah, um, I don't think they've officially announced a junkie on yet, have they? In studio um, series. I don't. I don't think they have, but I. I think there. There has been. There has been rumors that it's coming. I'm going to cast yeah. my eye over the. Uh, over the. The studio series for next year, and I'm going to say. I'm going to say. Ooh, May 2022. I'm going to expect to see a junkyard released. Okay. So I'm going to. I'm going to say that that's when we'll see the next junkyard. Also got Nor. I got uh, four of this guy actually. So I got one in his oh, shark mode. Yeah. And I got three in his bot mode. It's fantastic. Nice. Nor, Nor is a really nice army builder, but yeah. it's annoying that they seem to have packed the army builder as only two per crate for for an assortment, and um, they have they've not let Australian stores grab the uh, the solid crates. So everyone who wants to army build Nor is um, finding it quite frustrating being able to find all of the stock that they want. Yeah, I'm just going to add this on. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I, I think up getting that's even more shark decons to go with my. My Titans pack. Yeah. Uh, if you're curious, Dario, that's the size of. Um, so this is the Studio Series, and this is the Titans Returns. Nor. Yeah. So that's how I, they I, are. I, I really side. like the Studio Series one. He's just yeah. he, he's he's just like this solid little brawler. <laughs> he yeah. just looks looks really cool. Yeah, it, I like there is a bit of, I um, kind of like that the Titans one is actually out of scale small because it makes them look like kind of pests if you got enough of them oh it could yeah. be a scraplet yeah true yeah um well, i put a photo of these guys make it look like a whole thing put a photo of these guys together on my twitter and said father and son <laughs> i so i actually i actually did similar i had the when i got the cyberverse set um i think it was last year because the, the cyberverse set came with three tiny little sharktacons and i had one of the unique toys sharkies holding him up and it's just sort of like looking at him in, in the face and, and, and it's just like oh you know I think I even managed to publish it on Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've been uh, calling the Ravage set the Ravage Bring Your Kid to Work Day set. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Got a G1 toy coloured Garbatron. He is my Garbatron 2. Yeah. You know, he's, the... he's such a nice figure. Turned out a lot yeah. better than I expected, this guy, i got to say. Yeah. I'm on the party of not putting the stickers on. 
But, yeah, um, I have. I haven't put the stickers on mine either, and I, I like the clean look of him. Actually, do you have the sticker sheet, Jason? Because we can show off that wicked Unicron. Um, I do not, but I'm sure I can find it. Um, wait a second. Oh, is it there? Is it going to be? Oh, come on. If I can't find it in the next 10 seconds, I'm just going <laughs> to... That's all right. I've still got another piece to talk about anyway. Yeah. Um, it is Kingdom Beast Wars or Predacon Scorponok. Oh, excellent. I freaked my mum out when I showed her this because she was like, ew, it looks real. I was like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, this guy is a bit um sort of stocky in his robot mode which is okay but his beast mode is very interesting so i was following the instructions and one of the instructions is open his robot mode chest and put his head down so i thought okay so his head's going to swing into his abdomen but no it just literally sits like that so you can see that there is his, oh, robot his head's mode just head. sort of sitting there all oh, right you yeah know. and um another interesting you turn thing. it around or anything nope no. just oh. sits there like that um, his robot mode legs split in half and they have very specific ways to go. So that's one of his legs here and that's his foot. And then his other leg goes up the scorpion tail and nice. the heel of this foot, uh, actually forms the spike that comes out of his tail there. That's, so that's, that's, a... that's quite unusual actually. Yeah. This is like a really, really interesting, um, well, designed um me mechanically impressive um toy the only thing i find a bit weirder though is that when he's in beast mode he's like sort of standing on his chest like these legs are purely decorative i don't even know if they reach the floor some of them when he's um, all right beast so mode, it's not but... so it's not like black arachnia where like the legs are specifically engineered to be able to support her weight yeah it's just oh. they're there and also um if you do have him transformed correctly like this, you can't really get the tail to sting forward or anything. Mm. I mean, you can get it to do that. But if you unplug the leg, you can sort of get him to, you know, do pincher, stingy sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, he also comes with the cyber bee. Yes, oh. heard about that. People are very impressed with the, with the cyber bee. Cyber bee and the double missiles. Hmm. So a very cool toy. I'm very glad to have him. And um, I've sort of like, so with the newer Beast Wars toys that are coming out in Kingdom, I've sort of been putting these guys alongside my, because um, I've got the original Beast Wars toys and I don't know if I can put them into storage on that because <laughs> they're such hard to come by. But at the same time, they're also getting regular retail releases again. So it's kind of like, maybe I can, like I'm pretty sure the original Scorpionock is available in retail now. He is he is coming for reissue this month. Actually, I, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, with the the vintage reissues, have you been collecting any of them? Uh, no, because I already collected all of them in like two thousand five, <laughs> two thousand six, when I really got into Beast Wars. Yeah, and, fair um, enough. So the the the, yeah. the product list that I have in front of me does say that 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 line is going to continue throughout twenty twenty two. There's going to be a, two releases every couple of months. So we're expecting to see Scorponok and Tigertron we know about. Yep. I can also see Cybershark, Wolfgang, Pterosaur, Retrax, and Tarantulas and Canine on the list for 2022 as well. 
I'm actually hoping that the Beast Wars Scorponok, the black one, um, gets reissued into Sandstorm, I think it was, because that's actually Shattered Glass Beast Wars Scorponok. Mm. So I'd be all over that. Yeah, yeah, that could, that could be quite interesting. Um, mm. I mean, well, look, we're expecting the Shattered Glass line to continue next year as well. So, yeah, it will be interesting to see whether or not some of the beasts make their way into it. Yeah, um, so that's about... It for me, I do have um, Star Convoy as well, but he's already in the uh, in the cabinet <laughs> in the already, display he's, shelf. He's already he's already locked away behind glass. Yep. Yeah. And who else is there? Oh, I got the. You helped me get the Battle Across Time. Both of those packs, and they're really good packs. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, very. I, actually, hang on, I've got Skywarp here. <laughs> there is. Ah, oh, man, I'm so we've we've said this we've said this many times like i'm not that into the beasts but i actually really like that skywalk figure um it, yeah it does make me if, like if i see air razor for a good price i'm gonna pick her up as well and of course we know that pterosaur um the golden disc pterosaur is also a retool of that figure too yeah i mean i wasn't familiar with skywalk because he's a tra uh, japanese beast wars character and uh yeah it's just interesting to read up about him he's actually a maximal yeah. he's a good guy yeah, yeah, it's a, a little bit of a little bit of a, a, a spin on the faction affiliation. They didn't they didn't yeah. do it a lot, but they did do it occasionally for um for some of the um some of the Beast Wars characters. I don't know. If I showed this guy up, but I got the Dezius drone, and um, we we're talking earlier about crossovers and stuff. Hmm. I think this guy's alt mode is the uh, APC from Aliens. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people said that about the original Ironhide and Ratchet releases as well. Like, they, they just look like they could be you know, appropriately repurposed as APCs. In fact, I think yeah. Ironhide was meant to be, but Ratchet's kind of meant to be an ambulance. But yeah, like a, an APC. And once you get that into a sort of a more military color scheme, um, then yeah, like you can, you can use it for many things. Hmm. Uh, that's it for me. Uh, have you got any coins lately, Jason? I do have a, I do have a notable coin, but I'm going to get to that shortly. Um, a couple of uh, a few things a few things that I wanted to talk about about uh, for for recent recent acquisitions. Uh, number one is number one is this guy. Um, I can't quite remember who he is though, and that that joke oh. is that joke is never going to get old. Um, so we are looking at Ocular Max Mentis. He comes with this cute little data pad. You can. If I set that up there, he comes with this cute little data pad. You can set him up so he's like, you know, nervously keying things into a tablet. Doing, you know, he's very, 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 very busy. Just like Megatron late for an appointment. Can't shoot you. Can't pay too much attention to shooting you. Um, I've also picked up the... I've also picked up, and I haven't opened them yet, but I, I, I am looking forward to it. I've also picked up the premium finish figures. There we go. Uh, the so the first premium finish figures from Takara Tomi um, is one is a a very screen accurate representation of the Siege Optimus Prime figure, um, and that it's it's the best it's the best look that he's ever had in terms of um, looking like his appearance on the on the Netflix series. Um, and then the the second figure is uh, the uh, premium finish Studio Series Bumblebee. Um, so he's the the Volkswagen Volkswagen motor that. If I put that up, like it's um, so he's got a he's got a bit of a bit of a lighter lighter color scheme, a little bit more detail in his paint applications. I think we we talked about that when the 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 um the figure was first revealed a few months ago. But what we've heard from people who've got the figure in hand 
uh, is that he's he's been slightly retooled and they've fixed some of the issues that came up when the figure was originally released in Studio Series. People oh, had nice. problems getting all the panels to tab together. So apparently the premium finish figure um, has none of those problems. Like every, everything tabs in and everything lines up as it should. So it's it's nice to nice to see them get that uh, get. It's nice to see them get it right as they should have done in the first place. Um, one other. One other thing before we get onto the boring coins is um, I have uh, I've started to started to get into purchasing G one Bape Primes, so that's a that is a um, an interesting an interesting thing that's going to take me a while to uh, a while to find all of the all of the Bape releases. Um, I've started with the red one, which I'm told is the easiest one to acquire, and I do have eyes on the green and the grey one, but I'm not sure how quickly I'm really going to bring them in. They've been around for years, so I, I don't think they're going to suddenly appreciate in value too much. Bradley's taking us for a walk. And yeah, my little gonna... dog's just come to say hello. Oh. Wait a second, wait a second. We're going to have a dog segment. There we go. Uh, Doggo! Dad. Dog on the podcast. Oh. Hey, one. Glad. <laughs> <Yeah. That is laughs> <done. laughs> denied. Utterly, yeah. utterly denied. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So so those are the those are the figure acquisitions. And um, so we've talked we've talked about my we've talked about my my predilection of short small shiny things that are related to transformers that I often. Um, I often bring up on the podcast as well. So I get, I, I collect pins and I collect masterpiece coins and things like that. And there's a very, a very special masterpiece coin came into my possession this week, which um, I have to say I was not expecting this. And it was a gift from, it was a gift from someone, and um, it was a very, very touching gift because it's actually worth quite a lot. I'm going to see if I can, I'm going to see if I can bring this up on the camera, but I suspect I cannot. But um, that is a. That is a masterpiece exhaust coin. All of those were, if I turn that, there, there we go. All of these guys were thought Ooh, to have shot. been destroyed. That's better. All of mm. these guys were thought to have been destroyed when um, masterpiece exhaust had some licensing issues and uh, was heavily delayed so that they could redo his uh, paint deco. But uh, yeah, uh, a few have leaked out. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure we've talked about this on the podcast when when the, when it happened over the last few years. Um, a few of them leaked out and became um, sort of you know became very very expensive objects to acquire on eBay. And so I've, I took a pretty photo of it so that we can actually show it better in better in the podcast. Numismatic um, Nirvana. Uh, what? <laughs> Numismatic coin collecting. Oh right, okay. I was I was I was not sure what you said there. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a very it's a very important coin um, for for me. I'm very I'm very happy to have it in my collection. I'm also very mm. very very humbled that it was it actually came to me as a gift. So yeah, that was um, very good of the other person. It, it it really was. They they knew they knew what it was, and they knew that I collected masterpiece coins. As you can see from the photo that's up at the moment, oh, um, nice. this this sort of prompted me to get out my masterpiece coins and uh, put them in put them in a, a shot on the table and see which ones I'm missing. So I am, you know, I, I've 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 got I've got the hardest one to get now. So like, surely it can't be that hard to complete the masterpiece coins now. So. 
Um, so these are the masterpiece releases that I have. I'm pretty sure What's that I have a left? few others. The, uh, the top, the top left. So, the, so these are actually an order of masterpiece release. The top left is actually uh, MP9 uh, Rodimus. Oh right, okay. It hasn't quite got onto the chest theme thing. No, you, you can you can actually sort of see where where Hasbro started making them more and more elaborate. It hit sort of hit about sort of about MP20 MP. So if if I move my mouse pointer around, you can see they're they're very modest coins up until you get to MP11. Um, so, so and MP11 MP11T was a much later release, but it's still an MP11. Then they come here. The Soundwave one is probably the most elaborate that they had for a while. Uh, the cassettes. I'm actually surprised that the cassette ones are different sizes for the um, the, the the cassette bot cassette tron set. Um, they get a little bit bigger, and then they they sort of go back to being a bit smaller for Smokescreen and Bumblebee. But then they just get massive um, as the bots get bigger. So do the uh, so do the coin displays, um, and the coins lasted all the way up until um, MP42 Cordon. But they didn't come out consistently with every bot. Some figures had them and some figures didn't. And I'm, I, as I said, I'm missing a few. So uh, I, am, I am making an effort to find the missing coins. Um, there's also other coins as well. Um, the coins are actually released by Hasbro Asia, not by Takara. And so has Hasbro Asia distributed some of the Unite Warriors coins because that's about the same time as they released Masterpiece coins. Um, they also released coins with those sets. So... I am hunting some of the Unite Warriors coins as well. Uh, a few people have very kindly put their hands up and said, "Hey, I have this coin that you don't have." So um, I am trying to I am trying to put together a, uh, a a complete, as far as I understand it, set of set of coins. Um, there's some good resources. Someone's put a post on otca.com.au, uh, the um, the uh, Ozformers message boards with a, a list of all of the incentives and. There's more than just coins. There's also pins. There's little accessories. Um, so there's uh, you know like pieces like um, drill drill weapons for Ironhide, um, missiles for some of the some of the Autobot cars and things like that. So um, I am trying to make sure that uh, I I'm trying to make sure that I can collect all of these, but um, I don't need to. I, I definitely don't need to have all of the accessories. Um, and some of them are, some of them are stupid prices. So yeah, so that was um that was my uh, that was my uh, my thing for the week. I've also just a pretty awesome one it was too. I've also just realised as I as I've put this up, the Devastator coin is upside down. So <laughs> that was a uh, that was extremely extremely well done on my part there. <laughs> um, but oh well. Um, so yeah, that's that's it for that's it for acquisitions. Um, I am extremely extremely grateful for that uh, for that coin. I'm, I'm very 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 humbled by it um i think we've actually we've actually reached the end of the podcast we're we're, we're running running sort of close to one close to one hour 45 but it has been a while since we did the um since we did the podcast so uh do you, do you guys have anything else that you'd like to talk about before we close up i would just like to nudge people that the cyberverse uh, season four not quite movie episodes are about to land on Netflix and YouTube. And in fact, one is already on YouTube. Fantastic. You're, yeah, you're right. So the, so one is on YouTube and I think the second one comes out either, either today or tomorrow or early this week. They're actually coming to YouTube before Netflix. Yeah. And I, it's roughly that the first one's going to land on Netflix when the second one hits YouTube in a couple, 
or a few days, depending how time zones are working. Yeah, yeah, a few days time, I think. Um, I have been meaning to watch. I've been meaning to watch the first one. The first one is the um, uh, the the introduction of the Dinobots or, or the the other Dinobots in Cyberverse. Uh, yeah, and I think there's there's they pretty sure they combine as well. I'm not sure that that's a spoiler because like we've we've had combined. No, I've, Dinobots I've seen for a few it. Years. It's it's pretty good, and I think while it's not animated, I do think a lot of people who want that G one esque stuff uh wrote it off prematurely based on the premise of the first season mm. i, I certainly get, did yeah once you get past bumblebee's home movies in season two i mean bumblebee's name gets stuck in a title than bumblebee him, himself or but disappears from the story it's, it's kind of weird <laughs> but yeah it's it's very g1 most of the characters are straight up import adaptation of g1 characters with a few beasts and others here and there and it's it's not unnecessarily grimdark like certain other netflix shows the when you've got a pacing for 11 minute episodes and you've got you sometimes really got more than 11 minutes of plot in there unlike when you've got a half hour episode and you feel you've got less than 11 minutes of plot in there i think seriously if you went Ew, Mute Bumblebee and Windblade in Season 1. Jump ahead to Season 2. Season 2 is on Netflix now. I don't think Season 3 is going to be hard, hard, far behind, all things considered. And check that out there because you've, you've got also got a bunch of bots who are fan favourites but don't often get seen in stories since the days of G1 or indeed at all. We've got You've got bludgeons and... You got some weird backstory for Shadow Striker and a new take on Grimlock and yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I agree. I've been I've been really looking forward to that. I just, I haven't um I haven't had a chance to uh haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But um yeah, in fact I'm in fact that might be something that I do tonight. I'll see how I go. Yeah, I'm very very much up on up on that. Um, I think it's a shame. It's a shame that it's the finale. Um. But uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We all we all thought that season three was going to be the end as well, um, and then they've sort of sprung season four on us. So, you know, I think they I think they've actually said that season four is definitely the end now, though. Yeah, which I mean, I think we've all had those moments when we go, "Oh, why does this series have to end? It's doing fine. Why do we need a new one?" But I think that's just the Transformers way by now. I think that's yeah, that 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 that's true. I think um also I mean like they're at a point in Cyberverse plot wise where like you know, um the war is over and Autobots and Decepticons are peacefully sharing Cybertron, so like they're done. Yeah, so they actually unlike some of the others, they got warning to finish and managed to put a little bow on it. Unlike Prime yeah. and Animated, who apparently right up until the axe fell were convinced they were getting a season four. Yeah, that, that's true. I've heard I've heard that from the um, from the Prime crew as well. They they talked about that on the uh, the TF Nation stream recently. Uh, no, sorry, that wasn't Prime. That was animated. They they said that they desperately tried to make season four work. And yeah. yeah, and the Prime people say say much on the DVD commentaries. They go into that a bit. They said, "Oh, we thought we we're going to have a season four, and that's when we we're going to introduce this or do more of this." But then we had to accelerate that because the ending was coming, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So uh, call out for um, Cyberverse. Cyberverse uh, season four, the first movie. I say movie. They're they're like forty five minute 
movies. But compared to 11-minute episodes, it's a movie. Uh, the mm-hmm. first Cyberverse movie is on YouTube at the moment. The second one should appear in the next little while. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, go, and, go and grab those. Uh, Bradley, any closing thoughts? Uh no, sorry, I've got I've got people uh, waiting for me, coordinating for a uh, fire team in a video game. Fair enough. Let, let, let's let's bring this let's bring this little link to a close, and uh, that is that is going to be the end of the podcast for today. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. If you're watching along with the live record, thank you for checking us out. Uh, you'll find out more about these stories and more in the in the show notes. You can also find us all in Transformers Collectors Club Australia on Facebook, the Australian Transformers Weekly Facebook page, and transformersweekly.podbean.com is the official site for the podcast. Uh, we are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, a registered club in Victoria, run by volunteers donating their time, effort, energy, and money sometimes to make things better for everyone. Uh, our goal is to build the Australian collecting community by engaging fans around the country. We make content like this podcast, we attend live in-person events like Oz Comic Con, and we run Facebook's largest dedicated Australian Transformers discussion and sales communities. You can find out more about the club and benefits of membership at transformerscca.com. That is it from us. Um, we, will, we will be back with more Transformers news for you very soon in the fullness of time. Um, We'll see, we'll see what news breaks in the next week and see if we come back for 251 pretty soon. Um, that is it for us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for, uh, for, for the episode, folks. And uh, thank you for watching. If you're watching along with the live record. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.